I know you're not gonna like hearing this. I think the Yas might be too much. Okay. Like, I love the idea of the Walter Mercado inspiration, you know, but there's strength in who they are. There is a power to who they are. So I would say, be very careful that you, as a queer person, playing this person, that you do it with the respect and the power they deserve. And so you're gonna wanna read through the script and really decide on where you might actually slip into a mockery of that effeminate, powerful man. Pidgey's Christ knows what she's talking about, so any advice that she gives me, I'm willing to listen and learn. Mary, I think the approach that Peaches Christ and Michael and this episode of Dragula is taking in a acting challenge is a first and actually so nuanced and important to discuss. Ugh, the teaches of Peaches. I... <laughs> Like, where is the Masterclass series from Peaches Christ on camp and, like, whatever. Whatever she wants to talk about, I'll listen. This was – it was just so interesting. It was so interesting and so intelligent and, like, applicable back retroactively to so many acting challenges on so many drag competition shows. Yeah, it's like – because well, there's two approaches, right? There, there's Peaches... Well, there's probably more than two, but there's two that we've seen. One is this one with that Peaches is talking about. And then the other is like a drag race challenge where it's like, be as zany as possible, make up for a bad script, uh, stand out, do the voices. I do voices. And uh, really just kind of like amp up all of the ridiculousness, make it silly. And what's interesting about this one that I just love um, is that Peaches is really trying to make them have an earnest performance so that it, it could come up as camp, that it's not silly. Camp doesn't mean be silly, you know? Yeah, every joke doesn't have an exclamation point, you know, and I think that playing it earnest even those silly drag race scripts i think more it more often than not my personally taking those scripts and playing them earnestly and you know um letting the camp kind of come out because as peaches says because you're drag queens i think is more interesting and a lot mm. less like hitting you over the head with the sledgehammer and saying laugh laugh this is the funny <laughs> part you know and Make me Laugh, yeah, make me right. fucking laugh. And I, yeah. I like that this instead was like, make me fucking laugh. You know, like yeah, it was just right. so much more. Right. Uh, Let me choose to laugh. Yes, you know? yeah. Inspire my humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also appreciated that because we weren't being screamed at or we weren't being told like this is a funny voice that Saint is doing, that we as, I don't know, we as gay people um we can then notice the nuances, notice the smallness, notice the little things. Right, right. Because otherwise this is just, you know, you're. this is just kind of doing like a student film in your friend's basement. You know, this is like, uh -huh. oh, let's do like a version of The Exorcist, you know, and right. let's use my dad's camera, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh, what's this weird tape inside of it? Uh, you know, that's a whole other story, <laughs> but. Um... Seven. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. <laughs> 
to be honest, I would think I was going in a dirtier direction, but I like that. I as know well. where you were, yeah, but I brought yeah. it back to horror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mary. Uh, the crotch. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> seven inches. Yeah. The cock ring. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The ring, but it's just someone's dad's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Or like a cat butt or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. It's just the cat standing in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah it's just the horror of where your cat's going to sit down in your apartment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that awful when you wake up in the middle of the night, and you realize that your cat puts its butthole on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody did. Like a terrible one where they like put lipstick on their cat's butt to see oh, where God. it was just Hershey kisses all day. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, sorry. We're that's the filth of Dragula. Yeah. Right yeah. You know, um, sorry. Something that we were told they needed more filth this season. So now we're talking about talking about dirty cat butts. <laughs> well, anyway, back to the ring. No, I, yeah. I think I think what I, I just appreciate is that. Um, again, Dragula is is pushing the envelope and insisting that we think about w- what what drag means to entertain, right? And obviously, whenever I think about camp, I go to John Waters, and I don't think any of those movies would have been as ridiculous. Like, I let's let's go to Serial Mom, for instance, right? I think if Kathleen Turner or Mink Stoll didn't play it earnestly that it, it wouldn't have had the same effect. You can't make something camp. You know what I mean? You can't just, like, say, oh, well, we're going to do this camp. And it's like, well, th- then I think it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's interesting to see, as they were kind of working this out in the challenge, it was interesting to hear each of the monsters be like, oh, we can't really do this campy approach. And it's like, oh, well, I guess if you're going into it intentionally campy, yeah, I could see the challenge and it was I was so relieved that they were kind of getting redirected because I think there's mm. everything you're saying but then there's also just the basic fact that Dragula always goes back to of like well we want to put on a good show like <laughs> right. we're not going to do the Shakespeare challenge you know what I mean like we're not going to have the train wreck we want to at least have enough good material to edit around the parts that don't work and you know I mean to be honest I think of all of the acting challenges I've seen on Dragula, this is probably the most uh, shoestring poverty row, if you will. Um, oh, oh, I have thoughts on that. Yes, I hear you. You know, yes. like I, I felt like it was like, okay, well, we've and I understand COVID and all of that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm right. understanding all right. that. But Absolutely. it was just like, yeah, but this was just like a bed on the stage. Like we didn't even really try to. We didn't really try here. Um, I think they tried. I, you know, I, well, I have thoughts on that when we get to the challenge. But I do want to talk about, uh, like, the idea that they really reeled in the mothers. I, I mean, this wasn't necessarily supposed to be this, like, laugh-out-loud, romper, funny challenge. You know, it wasn't necessarily supposed to be that. And I appreciated that the two mothers were kind of reeled in because they weren't the comic relief, right? That wasn't that wasn't a part of the assignment. And it wasn't about standing out. It was about making a good product. Like, there was nothing funny about Hoso. 
You know what I mean? Like there was nothing funny about that. Yeah. There I were like some funny lines, but there, you know what I mean? I think, you know, I think there were places for Hoso and for Siggy and for Zavaleta to go. I, I thought I thought the mothers were, were a little underwritten, to be honest. I thought it was like I understood the critique, obviously, of like, you know, Jennifer Coolidge and, you know, uh, Brenda Vaccaro is a cruel comparison to Brenda, but you know, going in that yeah. territory. Sure. Um, uh, one of the it uh, didn't really uh, you work. Know, Selma, Selma, uh, Mar- one of Marge's sisters. Yes, you know? yeah, Selma Bouvier. Yeah, <laughs> Selma um, Bouvier. Right. Like it did the those you know they were really going together. You know, like uh, I don't know, two things that don't go together well. Uh, but um, you know, like what if they? I don't know. Oranges, uh, peanut butter and, and cheese. Yeah, peanut, peanut butter, butter and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, some people like peanut butter and cheddar crackers. Um, so let's. Oh, say, but like, that's different. That's like a flavored cheddar. You know, it's not yeah, like yeah. a slice of cheese with peanut butter spread on it, Mary. Yeah, that's sure, what I'm thinking about. Sure. Um, yeah, we're like, gonna get so many letters. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love Swiss cheese and peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. So like Oreos and aioli. How about that? Nobody wants Oreos dipped in aioli, right? Sure. Or I... Oreos dipped in um, ketchup. Yeah. Oh God, ketchup. Okay, don't even get me started because now we could be here all night talking about all the things I don't want with ketchup. And so they they were going together like milk. ketchup and okay. everything <laughs> and yeah, milk. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about filth? Imagine putting ketchup and milk and then. Using like a, a a stir or a whisk to make like Mary, red milk. Mary, my my friend Matt in no, elementary no. school. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. Go on. He did this with his milk, and he put it on his cookie. That you know, you get in like the lunch line. You know, it was like God. elementary school hot lunches, Ugh. and he would put he would put ketchup on everything and and do it to gross everybody out. I can smell the story. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. And he would eat it. I'm yeah. So we were in like 5th or 4th grade, Mary. That's awful. That's worse than the <laughs> that what I think is the urban legend of everyone coming on the cookie. I mean, that's far worse. Wait, but... that's an urban legend? <laughs> I mean, if you do it by yourself, I don't think it counts. Um <laughs> Uh, oh man, I'm gonna lose. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh <laughs> shit! Oh man, I'm gonna come now. I'm gonna have to eat it. <laughs> oh so god, sad. that refractory period sucks. It's the worst. Yeah. Uh. All right, Mary. So we're anyway, off track here. so yeah. the moms didn't really go together. Ketchup and milk. Your friend, the smelly story, all of that. But um. I felt like, obviously, you know, what these roles were calling for was like Ellen Burstyn in The Exorcist and Joe Beth Williams in Poltergeist. Like, that's completely yeah. what I'm looking for every day. But I I think if they did that, like, they, they weren't given those moments in the script. They weren't given right. the, like, she went through my soul. You know, she was Saint never got that kind of moment. But mm. so I don't really know what they could have done once they had like toned it down and cut it in half it was like well now you're just kind of clinging to each other and wearing acid wash denim you know what i mean like what are we doing here right you know right right yeah i i I hear you they were a little kind of underwritten uh what are they supposed to do but you could say the same about siggy's character the igor character so funny oh yeah i loved her she was so so funny so she figured it out you know um and I don't think she took 
uh, I don't think she took the spotlight. I know one of the judges was like, oh, you stole the show. I'm like, no, 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 she didn't. Like, that was Alpha no. or Hoso, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think she But was she figured a good out BSA. a way. Yeah. Yeah. I, but she figured out a way to do something with nothing. And so I think, it, I don't know if it was because, because Saint and Dolly needed the most kind of direction or uh, 180. They had to do the most 180. Yeah. I think they ran out of time. And so that there wasn't anywhere to go from yeah. where they started. Whereas Siggy, she didn't have to do too much adjusting before she had somewhere to go. Yeah, that makes sense. That by the time they got to this like realistic place, the car had run out of gas. So it was like, well, just say your lines, you know? Uh, yeah. I got to say, Peaches is all-star judge, right? Oh. All-star kind of guest here. Because... And, you know, we've talked multiple times about having a bracket for best judges on these drag shows. And this was so meaningful. Like, there was so much uh, investment in what in how Peaches appeared on Dragula. I think more so than, I'd say, more so than, she's in, like, the top five of most impactful guest judges. I agree. And I, you know, I, I, sometimes when you get a good, when, you know, you get a good, uh, um, judge, you know, then all of a sudden the like pink news dot, you know, UK, you know, has their headline of like fans are calling for judge to become permanent. Oh, get, you know, right, it's like, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. And then up. they forgot Stop about it. her the next yeah. week. And then Kathy Burke <laughs> showed up and they all called for her. What is calling for her even mean? I don't need, it's just like, uh, huh. So anyway, um, that being said, I don't. It's all in quotes, Mary. It, it's, I know, quotes, I know, but yeah. it's so just like I love that that becomes the news. It's like, oh my gosh, she needs to be the new permanent judge, and then like it's just old Kleenex in two weeks. So, that so I could crack it in half. Yeah. Ugh. You know who liked old Kleenex? My childhood dog Mickey. Um, so Mary. <laughs> she did. All right, Mary. I'm so sorry. listen. All right, Mary. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> but I don't think we're fair weathered fans of Peaches as a guest. I oh, think no. she has earned this this place in the competition well, in the bracket. Yeah. We, uh, I think, the first time we really talked about Peaches Christ was when we did Adam and Steve uh, really? last year, or a couple <gasps> of years ago. I think that was the first time we talked about Peaches Christ. No, no. So Peaches. I think we did talk about Peaches during Adam and Steve, but I think Peaches showed up in the season two slasher challenge. I think she was the guest. Oh. So that I think was the first time we ever talked okay. about uh, okay. Miss Christ. But okay. indeed is an alum because I guess Peaches came back for season three, right? I feel like Peaches was here for season three of Dracula. Maybe I, they'd be crazy to not bring her back. And yeah, then, right. And we've been calling for Peaches to get hired to write these parody scripts, right? Because this is her thing, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's crazy to me that, you know, every they, there's so many drag shows and all of them have acting competitions. It's like all these opportunities to, yeah. you know, uh, get some great scripts. There's all these little queer writers out there who are good at what they do. Yeah. Um, in the peaches vein, on the same peaches tree, um, I want to talk about uh, the camp that actually peaches brought to this episode when uh, all of the contestants were trying to draw on peaches uh, eyebrows during the what do they call it? Fear feet. Oh, um, yeah. Fright feet. 
the fright feet. When they were doing the fright feet, Peaches looking over at the girls or the queen's shoulders or performer's shoulders was giving me so much camp. It was it was all in quotes and it was so funny and and she wasn't really doing anything. She was just kind of like I don't know, lurking and and leering. I, oh, I just thought it was so funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, this was such a, a a gentle drag race kind of moment. But so what? It was kind of a nice change of pace to just have a fun little moment of like try to draw on these eyebrows, you know. And yeah. I I think it's in you know. Could I see the season two monsters doing this? No. This is a season four situation. Yeah, um, yeah. And they only had five minutes. You know, I appreciated right. what uh, Siggy did in five minutes with those caterpillars from hell. But, uh, I, I mean, that was impressive for five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, super cool. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Zavaleta wins. She's the Fright Feet Queen. And... You know, Miss Z comes out to cast them. I just now that I know that Zavaleta oh, was a preschool Z. teacher, when Miss Z comes out, I just I'm so bummed. Let me just also say this up front: I'm so bummed that this is the last week of Zavaleta because, like, the preschool teacher monster in the room has been. I, I just oh, I just really appreci- appreciated her this week, and I she had more than one line uh, that I kind of noted as. The, the preschool kind of like sweet little goose coming out, you know, mm-hmm. do good and get good back. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when she went, when she assigned all the roles, um, what was the other one? It was, uh, Oh, teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see what happens. You know, like it was just, it was so cute. I was like, Oh my gosh, open my juice box for me. Like I just, can't. Oh. yeah. <laughs> She'd use like this really long pinky nail to like stab open the Capri Sun for me. There you go, baby. You know? uh, there you go, baby. That's there you right, go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, overall, this episode uh, was great. Um, I really appreciate all the looks. Obviously, I loved Peaches Christ. I loved the extermination of Zava and the opening. The opening, I don't know, Mary, what, I don't know what's, maybe it's just because of my personal life right now, but <clears throat> I got like this threesome energy from the boules mm-hmm. in this opening, mm-hmm. you know, the hairy chest, the sexualness, but all I could think about was like the boules, like, the boules having a threesome oh yeah yeah it was it was a boule tower and you know uh he was father spit roast in the middle hairy chest hairy shoulders hairy back hairy arms uh, hairy hairy and the, hairy and the boules it was just uh mm. it was great you know and i love because I've, I've seen little like screen grabs and clips of i don't know i don't remember what studio it is but one of those like men.com or whatever where they'll have like you know the 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 setup in the porn is like the priest fucking somebody in the confessional, oh, sure, and it's sure, a guy yeah. in like full priest garb, and it's like, I don't know, maybe it's all the Catholic school, but like, I mean, you know, okay, okay, Kinky. you know, yeah. yeah, why not? What's under you know? those robes, do you? Yeah, right. Yes. You know, like all the things you can do with a rosary. You know, it's just a <laughs> starter anal bead if you really think about it. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh uh, my hold god. on to well, the crucifix yeah. so you don't lose it. You know. Well, girl, yeah, I mean. Yeah, people will pervert that. That's like the whole point of this exorcism stuff, right? Yeah. And, you know, uh, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, like all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's great. No, and I appreciate that they go there in this opening. Like very much, 
not even to the camp like 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 to the point where it's like I think that this could be like a porn, you know, like, and there's mm-hmm. no death at the end. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's because I'm like literally fantasizing, fantasizing about the boules as producers, you know, with this hairy gentleman, you know, I don't know. It was well, just, ooh. well <laughs> and if it helps, if it helps, I think I saw in the credits, I believe the priest was played by somebody named Teddy bear. So, um, well, Mary, Teddy bear is okay. So I've, Yes, I, I know who Teddy Bear is. Yeah, Let's just I'm say aware. That. Um, not to be confused with Kitten Bear. That's someone else. No, no. I know Kitten Bear, and I'm very aware of Kitten Bear, okay, but I also right. know Teddy Bear. I've seen Teddy Bear on other places besides Dragula. I so. see. All right, man. <laughs> She's a killer. She's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> the killer of that bottle of Avino. Yeah. Um, Put a chain around my neck and leave me anywhere. <laughs> apparently. Uh well all right I guess uh, I guess I'll get the link later you know <laughs> DM me the OnlyFans <laughs> anyway Marys uh yeah so I I think I don't know there wasn't much that happened after that when um uh, Siggy comes in and talks about her experience with the cockroaches but I did appreciate her narration of of what it was like with the cockroach going up her wig Mary. And down her, you know, in between her breasts, like mm-hmm. I, I skipped that extermination. Fulty skipped it last week, and I was not prepared for what I had to see this week. It was, you know, uh, it's pretty gross. I, you know, I, I, I would say that this week's extermination got under my skin a little bit more. Uh, oh, than, really? Than just, oh, god! This one, I was like freaking out. The bugs, oh. the the bugs, I would have been kind of okay with, to be honest. Girl, there's oh, bugs. I'm, Mary, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for an only Mary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, you're fine with it, Mary. I, I mean, please, please, girl, please. But uh, uh, I love a roach. I love a roach. <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm a. I got a. I've got some roaches. Oh, uh, that's a whole other story. Oh God, that is a whole other story. So, uh, anyway, I uh, back to Peaches Christ. You know, they introduced the challenge and uh, the the fright feat, um, and the reaction of the contestants to Peaches, I think, was as equally funny as the camp that Peaches brought to this little fright feat. Um, don't look, I'm not decent, Dolly. Um, I, and you know, oh, just as, when, as they were, she was doing the rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but I think the quote of the week for me, the one that like, girl, you just wrote that Peach's eyebrows go all the way to New York and back. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, Miss Z when she's not opening juice boxes. She's got, you know, a couple of lines in her little notebook that she yeah, writes she, down, you know. <laughs> when she's in the teacher's lounge, she, you know, she's yeah. rat to tat tat. Got, got yeah. a couple of zingers while she's making some microwave smart pop, you know. <laughs> Someone's always making yeah, popcorn. During her, yeah, yeah, her third period prep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to cover up that smell. Someone cooked fish in the microwave earlier. I got to cover it up with this popcorn, you know. Mary, Mary, let me just assure you. You do not, you are not able to cover up that smell yeah. the entire day. I know. I remember my my first job out of college at Condé Nast, and there was someone who used to cook their fish in the microwave. And this was back in, like, 2007. And that's what I, whenever I think of 2007, 
that memory, that's what I think of. I think of this guy, and I could name him right now, but I won't. And I think of this guy putting his putting his carp in the microwave, you know? Mary, I, I, it happened more than you would think in the teacher's lounge. And sometimes teachers would, like, do it for the students, would, like, heat something up for the students. And I'm like, girl, like go put fish? the microwave in your classroom. Yeah, fish, Mary. Right. Miss B, Miss B, I brought this trout. Can you put it in for 45 seconds at power five? <laughs> That's correct. That's okay. Okay. Oh, anyway, right. More, um, more than I'd like to admit that yeah. that happened. Not with students, but just in general, that somebody migrated fish. Anyway, we are not talking about this anymore. We are talking about uh, uh, this little uh, micro moment of Zava talking about Peach's eyebrows. Um, did you, honestly, I'm surprised that Zava won and that it wasn't Saint? I, I don't know. This seemed maybe a little bit subjective. I think, you know, it, it, it's better TV for Zava to have the power than, you know, um, oh, than oh, anybody else. So uh, okay. that's what I assumed. But it, an interesting point. I know whenever Mary sent us a message, and I apologize, I don't remember who, uh, I don't remember your name, but I know you're listening because uh, I hope you're listening, but had mentioned that there was some uh, previous mention of Dolly and Saint having met, you know, beyond mm. the boudoir yes. and, right. you know, wondering if that was ever going to come up you know, this season and maybe it had because I felt like there was a very casual mention of Zavaleta saying the husbands are going to play the moms. Mm, so right. I don't know. I haven't subscribed to the OnlyFans yet, so I don't know if maybe there's something I'm missing, but um, <laughs> uh, I'll find out. I just remembered that I need to sign up for that this weekend. Uh, well, you know, Mary, do good and get good back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Get good in the back. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. Go bear and um, then you go bear back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we can go any further in this recap without saying, who's ready to get possessed? <laughs> uh, who says that? Michael Verratti. Oh, <laughs> he walks in. oh gosh. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> blocked that out. I was like, <laughs> all right, swipe left. Um <laughs> Oh, who's ready to get possessed? Who's ready it, to get it, possessed? It, it, Not it us. <laughs> Wrong room. Get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my boudoir. <laughs> um, it, get out of my pub. Um, it's very, uh, you know, are you girls ready to rock? Woo. Woo. It's very that. Better pass these it's... scripts out. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, um, it is very camp counselor. Uh, or even even lower on the food chain, it's very uh, like a corporate retreat. Yes. Yeah. You know, and yes. they hired like, a, you know, a team builder to come in and run these exercises. Uh -huh. And it's like, who's ready to get pumped, you know? Yeah. I can't Bell. hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Let's try that again. I said, "Good uh, mor morning." <laughs> now that's better. And remember, we're here to make it great, and that stands for good, really awesome, excellent, amazing, and terrific. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's ready to get possessed? Yeah. Anyway, I, you know, I, and I, and again, like apologies, Mary, for like the little pig in me coming out, but I'm just like, oh, this little pig bottom whore. I oh, was just like, you somebody's going to punish him. Yeah. yeah you you want to <laughs> glaze that ham. I see. I see. I get it. There's a schlumpy Silverstein quality. I understand. I understand. And there's like a cheesy dad to him that I'm, right. you know, who's ready to get possessed? I'm like, well, are you ready to get possessed? Because I'm about right. to be inside you. Right. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are you talking about possessed? You're the possession, dear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In that I'm, I own you. I'm gonna own you. Yeah. Ugh. Put this collar on. Right. You know? The power of Christ compels you. Who's Christ? You're gonna call me whatever I tell you to call me. <laughs> You're gonna suck my cock in hell. All right? Yeah. Now right. Get upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I'll show you pea soup. Oh my god. <laughs> Watch my head spin in your asshole. Uh, oh, and me why you do this to me? <laughs> he murdered my pussy. <laughs> he murdered my pussy. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, God bless Michael Verratti uh, and just like the, you know, that energy. Um, I don't think Michael Verratti got to say much because Peaches was just so brilliant in this challenge. Um, so, you know, perhaps was there as a more of a representative. And I think he, I, I guess, helped direct. I mean, I guess the fact that he wrote the script, it was like, all right, well, you can be here. And he's been a guest before. I think he's written some yeah. of the acting challenges before. And I think he worked on the show. So, you know, uh, I mean, listen, it was no, uh, you know. Jeffrey Moran. Yeah, it was no Jeffrey Moran, but I was going to say it was no, you know, that this was not the works of John Cheever either, you know, like the script oh. was fine, you know. Yeah, it was fine. And and it did what it needed to do. You know, uh, I guess we're not ready to go there yet. Do you to the to the challenge? Do you have other things to talk about? Um, uh, from the, the the rehearsal or anything? No, I mean it, it does sound like there is, you know, we are we now do have kind of dueling uh, passed around party bottoms because there is Jeffrey Moran, there is Michael Verratti, and there is uh, Brad Goretzky. Brad Goretzky. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know the bracket is really filling up. the The passed around party bottom bracket uh, is really mm. filling up fast. No pun intended. <laughs> so oh girl, yeah, you can. They're they're you know they're bottomless. <laughs> yeah, sure. You just yeah. You lose your watch in there, you know. <laughs> um, I want to just return back to uh, Peaches kind of Peach's speeches um, to Zava and the rest of the cast. But this idea of playing a gay person or a queer person as a queer person. And I just, the nuance of this, this advice, I think just needs to be, just needs to reverberate, right? Because you don't want to slip into a mockery of it. You don't want to be a, uh, what's his face? Um, Will from Will and Grace. You know, mm -hmm. you don't want to you don't want to be this caricature uh, because this character wasn't written to be a caricature. Uh, Walter Mercado isn't powerful and strong because it's a mockery. You know what I mean? Um, effeminate people can be powerful. Yeah. Is, and that's the message that I got here. And I thought that was brilliant. 
It's interesting because we're so used to, I mean, Will and Grace, it's like, well, Eric McCormick is straight. So it's very easy to be like to quickly kind of say, oh, you know, or recognize where there is some some tricky territory. I think it's interesting when it's like advising queer people on not making fun of queer energy or something. You know what I mean? Like mm, when it's right. in when it's in house, you know, because there's yeah, also that part of me sure. that's like it's like. I don't know, not, this isn't like, oh, you're not going to tell me what to do, because ultimately, even Sava says, like, Peaches knows what she's talking about, I'm going to take her advice, and even says later, when it comes to theater, like, you got to follow the rules, it's it, it's a, it's like baking versus cooking, you know, you got to follow yeah, the rules, and right. I I get that, I guess it's just worth, and we don't even have to dive into it, I'm just kind of throwing it into the air of, like, I don't know, I... The idea of it being mockery, it's like, what does it take for it to be mockery when you yourself are an effeminate queer? Yes, you're right. I think that what I took away from this was what, like, for instance, this came out of, I think the yas might be too much. And I think what I'm taking away from this is that the mockery that they're talking about is what's the punchline? Is the punchline that you're saying it in a gay way? Or is the punchline mm-hmm. like an actual joke or something that isn't referring to your effeminacy? Right, because I feel like some of Peach's direction is just like smart direction of like, well, what's actually funnier? What's actually yeah. better in the scene? Exactly. And I think Zava did that so well. You know, I got to say, like, I am shocked that Zava yes. went home this week, but was even in the bottom at all this week. I I. Well, I I under I just did not I, I, I if we're just looking at the acting challenge because I think let's let's say the floor show versus the acting challenge the the acting challenge itself I thought Zava and Hoso were the strongest and Definitely. like the clearest and 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 Siggy actually the three of them and Siggy were great I thought Saint and Dolly would be in the bottom and then we get to the the floor show and I thought it continued to make sense that Dolly was up for extermination but I thought. They literally said, we have been giving Saint, everyone has been giving Saint the same critique week after week. When is she going to get the hint? And their methods of getting their monsters to get the hint in the past is to put them up for extermination. Yeah. But instead, they're just like, well, you know, maybe try to be a little more lively next time. Anyway, you're safe. I don't understand. And I didn't think the floor show look really went with the theme. I wasn't buying it, Gia. I love Saint. As a demon? As a demon. I, I thought just because you... I think one of the judges said, like, I wish you took it further. Like, I love the idea of you being an angel, but then, like, I want you to be bleeding everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm, a like, demon angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want the demon to be, like, ripping its way through the feathers, you know? Um, mm. And I I really like Saint, and I really – Saint has been my pizza monster. I'm always happy to see her in here, but, like, I I don't know. I Am I, am I alone on this? Do you feel like she's getting a pass this week? Um, sometimes I think that way, you know, if I'm going to break it down, let's just start with this challenge. Um, this soundstage, this acting class final presentation at the Residential College Theater in Ann Arbor. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is not this even was. black box theater. This is like, right. you know, COVID it was an era invited... parking lot theater. <laughs> yeah. It was an invited final presentation at the end of the semester for acting, you know, 305. This was like an invited dress at best. <laughs> I mean, well, and you know, 
I get it. I get the COVID stuff, but I, I have to too. say, like, in terms of production, in terms of production, I just want to praise the music for this challenge. The background music was so damn good. Well, I mean, Dragula, the music is always good. I I think that that has well, that. Oh, not it, always. Oh, have there been ones we don't like? Well, oh, we don't like the uh, the n- Monsters of no. Rock song. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're right. No, I, I should I should correct this. The the incidental background, oh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, yes. floor show music. Yes. You know, even that like that sound effect that like that strings sound effect every uh-huh. time they announce yep. something. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, right. Well, I was talking about that uh, the House of Horrors song that I hated so much that I began to love it. Yeah, well, you know, that's true. That That is true. There is also, it came the long way, you know? And we also didn't like, what you gonna do with your life? Oh, we also God. Like that uh, yeah. yeah, no, those are, those are not good. The only song I want to hear repeated is the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music while they're doing the, what's your, the, what's the story of your look montage, you know? Uh-huh, right, totally. Um, but, but I thought the, the background music was great. Um, I... I was looking at little nuances, and I gotta say, the 1990s mom of Saint and Dolly, for me, really worked. I love that styling. I loved that we could see her kind of Spanx, uh, Saint Spanx underneath the jeans. Um, it was Zava's sweater, I believe. Zava's right? sweater. I think yes. maybe that's the only thing that saved her this week is that she was wearing Zavaletta's sweater that I... the sweaters of drag a Zavaleta sweater versus Betty's sweater dress I don't even know which one to choose you know well I appreciated their styling I also I just I love the costumes that that came along with this challenge because I guess I wasn't expecting it much but I was forced to look at it and uh in a good way um and Saint's glasses Mary you haven't talked about Saint's glasses I uh, listen. I loved it. I knew. I knew who this mother was. I recognized okay. it. I just. It's the thing that's always true with Saint. I love how Saint looks, but the performance was so muted and so turned mm. inward. And mm-hmm. I, it, I was, I, I was watching the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, Saint is definitely in the bottom. This is really not working. And then they were like, oh no, it was really great. You know, you were just it was really realistic. You felt like a mom. I was like, no, no, don't I. Let's not say that, you know. Um, I, I, you know what? I, you're right. They were maybe using a little bit of kid gloves, but I, I actually appreciated that she made space, and that she just kind of knew she was doing more mom than I think Dolly was. I, yeah. I appreciated that that Saint kind of did kind of let other people take over. I think that's 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 a good thing um, when there's big characters in the room. Like the, th- this was not the starring saint challenge you know what i mean um absolutely so i appreciated that i really appreciated that so if i'm gonna pick like the winner of the challenge for me was actually i don't know i thought zava really stole it and and hoso was phenomenal but i think hoso i i'm i'm biased for hoso's win because i think that the effects they put on their voice was it, it it added more that the other contestants didn't get. You know, so that's a, it's an uh, it's a really ironic detail because it's like the same thing that happened in The Exorcist, where 
all of the the Pazuzu voice was done by an actress named Mercedes McCambridge. And mm. then Linda Blair got nominated for an Oscar. And it's wow. like most of what's really powerful about Linda Blair's performance. I mean, she goes through hell physically, but it's Mercedes McCambridge's voice work. And so I had the same thought of like, well, when you got when when you get a little auto tune or you get a little Sadie McCambridge in there, it's it's going to make it's going to give you the leg up, you know. And to be honest with you, like the the moment that Zava won for me was how she played that line. My child is gay. Oh, right God. at the camera. Yeah, that that like, was the peak of this challenge was that yes. moment. Yeah. Yes, completely. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that she did really well and creating an arc and it wasn't too over the top. It went somewhere um, and then it, it it hit a climax uh, when she was, you know, screaming the what is it? Argyle? Oh, Gargyle? yeah. It's like Dragula backwards. Allegard. Yeah. Allegard. It sounds like a like a medication. <laughs> You know, for athlete's yes. foot, alligator. Yeah, my alligator. Yeah. Um. Uh. Or or a repellent for alligators. Anyway. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I before all this, I couldn't plant nothing outside my house, and I got alligator, and now they left. <laughs> my chickens I feel got safe. I my alligator. More alligator. More alligator, please. <laughs> Coming um, soon, crocodile. <laughs> and I think so. Hoso would be second, and then Siggy for. Spooling gold out of straw oh, with that role. I thought she, the voice was so funny. I thought she was. There wasn't anything more that she could do. The voice was a little much for me. Oh, I. If loved I'm being honest, it. I. It loved felt more it. like a like she was doing an impression of something rather than something that was coming from a nuanced place. But you know, uh, it was a really hard role to play, and I thought she reacted a lot and really made that role something. And then I would put Dolly and Saint, um, you know, Saint and then Dolly, I think. Um, Dolly, I think, had more of an opportunity to do things and didn't. Yeah, like not have white face paint this time around. I was wow, happy to. You can't get over that. Well, white I just, face paint. I, I really, I think <laughs> Dolly is so great, but I think when you're that good, then you, like, to do the same thing week over week, oh, and I feel like, uh, Boulay's even uh, uh, Swan, I think, says, you know, like, I know you can do more than this. I just want everyone else to see that. I kind of feel the yeah. same way. It's like, you can clearly do more than this. And, like, it's obvious you have so many more, <clears throat> as they say, tricks up your sleeve. But uh, why aren't we seeing them? And so that's kind of my my little my pushback here is, like, you're you're kind of painting yourself into the corner, so to speak, you know? Yeah, and I'm glad that at least that critique is consistent with Sigourney's from last week and then, you know, uh, who was the one before that that was called out for doing the same thing week after week? Uh, maybe a Betty. Coco um, got called out for it as oh, well. Oh, Coco, yeah. right, Coco, yeah. that's who it was. Um, you know, I think that's, that's appropriate, right? So yeah. I was glad that they kind of caught on to that. Um, I... I thought that the pacing was off in this movie, if I'm being honest. Oh, like, I think so that it could have been a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand that. But all in all, like, it was a fine presentation. Um, and, you know, it wasn't, like, the worst acting challenge I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Um, no. It was fine. It, it was, was fine. fine. I, you know. But 
I, I probably wouldn't watch it again, to be honest, you know. Uh, and right. Even watching it a second time, I was kind of looking at my phone. I was like, oh, whatever. Oh, Mary. Um, well, if if that's the acting challenge, then then let's talk about the floor show because this is where I think Saint becomes safe over another person. So Dolly was not safe, which we talked about, right? Dolly was weak in the challenge, according to the Boulets, and then was also, you know, got called out for doing the same, you know, white makeup on on the floor show. Yeah, and even um, like the rest of the look, I think you could see similarities in aesthetic to the boat or yeah. a, a lot of the yes. other things. It was like, okay, a lot, you know, it's kind of like the end of Project Runway. It's like all of these looks are from the same collection. Great, but like give us a new palette, you know? Yeah, I guess. And then Zava, um, honestly, like Zava goes from the top of the pack almost to the bottom. Mary, the fact that her wings broke, it, that is not good for Zava because – this has happened before. I know. Like, that there is a mess. Yeah. 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 The, the first week, the prop didn't work the first week, and she slipped and fell in the rocker challenge. So it looked like she covered Correct. that pretty well. I think there was another one as well. But, yeah, no, it's interesting that, like, Zavaleta has consistently had not, – not super cons- consistently, but enough times has had – technical errors or challenges in the performance but at the same time they also say like butch you're so captivating as a performer that you sell it and it's like that technically is the more important skill like that was kind of what they were telling mary was like no it's the way that you work with the messiness that ends up becoming the mary cherry show you know and yeah uh, yes yes and i i go back to season two with abora and they read her down for falling on the stage and and Mm -hmm, they're like you're mm -hmm. gonna be touring with dragula we don't want to see that and it seems like with zava that they keep seeing this pattern and they really marked her down i think so i mean i i it does feel like that is a part of it of like well you know like long term this is kind of like you know a bit of a long audition for us here to see what you can do and Kind of thinking of the lo- the bigger picture, it makes sense why Zava was up for extermination. But I think looking forward, I still felt like I, there was more to see from Zava. Uh huh. Yeah, I wanted Zava Saint. to get to top three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wanted Zava to get to the top three, um, and I'm surprised that she went home on this particular challenge. But the the you know it's like when uh, Abora won the challenge and was also up for extermination, right? It's it's that type of moment for me. That like no, there's an asterisk here, right? Because the, mm-hmm. the what happened on the floor show can't really be ignored anymore, right? Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to build a case for why Saint wasn't in the bottom here, and the next person was Sigourney Beaver, and Mary. I know it was not enough. You know, I'll say this. I want to start with the positive. And this was, you know, in the production of the floor show. But there was that great shot of her looking over her shoulder towards Uh, the end. Frame that. uh, Print it on a sheet cake so I can eat it. It was incredible. It was such a great moment. And credit to everyone, including Siggy, for that. That was a great moment. And it was like cool drag. It was a cool drag moment. But. For me, I think it was just that there wasn't much to the look. And I think if the call, so to speak, was to do more filth, I think there was – I would have gone whole hog. I would have just, yeah. like, really gotten disgusting with it. And 
I guess she tried to with the babies, but you know, I mean, oh, it did not work out. Babies don't work babies. with babies, you know, right? She, <laughs> babies and animals. Yeah. She or drag queens. She she leaned on that prop way too much, and I think that's where she needed to be in the bottom here. Um, because there wasn't much to the look and the prop didn't work. Similar to Zava's outfit not working. So it's like, well, like that means a lot to the Boulets um, because it affected the performance of it as well. Um, and then, you know, you have Saint. I could totally have seen Saint be in the bottom also, and they have four people in the bottom. Um, but for whatever reason, they they really loved how she performed in the challenge. Um, and the... I got to say, the look was better than Siggy's. It was a good, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it was just kind of like, again, it was a the good hair. look, but it was just maybe a little not demonic enough. You know, I, I, it's kind of sometimes when the queens, you know, on, on one of these shows will come out and they'll give you a whole story. And it's like, I guess now that you're telling me that, I see this. <laughs> but I, I, on my own, I'm not buying this. So... I yeah, I just think it was like if I love the idea, but then like get get scary with it, you know, like get gross with it, you know. Yeah, get gross. I Be think a fallen Saint angel, and, you know. Yeah, I I think Saint definitely could have gotten grosser. I think Siggy tried to get grosser, but uh, in the process of that, her look was kind of left out. Yeah, yeah, but I'll give that I'll give her that that one moment. I was like, oh. But Hoso, Mary. <laughs> then there's Hoso. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, the key. Hoso's, the, the lock and key bit was, that was a standout moment for this season. Oh, standout moment. But also the gift for me is the psychotic nature of her, their, I don't know what gender this character is. So their... Um, holding out the hand, like pretending to meet people, like mm -hmm. being that salesman, uh, but like pretending to be normal, but is like absolutely batshit crazy. It it reminds me of the madness of like the Joker, right? Yeah. In, in his apartment in that movie, the Joker with um, what's his face, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, like there's this oh God, it was so psychotic. It was unstable. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I love the reference to Beetlejuice. Um, I love that it was kind of like gender neutral, that like I could see this being, you know, a version of uh, Annette Benning. <laughs> you sure. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this could be, you know, uh, I will sell this soul. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, I thought there was so much detail in this look and something like this we haven't really seen. Like it was a skin suit. I don't know, love your suit. Like, I, I got that energy there uh, from uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Uh, I can't say enough good things about this look. This is one of the best looks we've seen on the season. Yeah, I, I you know, I I don't know if the look itself jumped out to me as much. I thought it was cool, but I, I think the, the, the turning the key moment was what really unlocked it for me, so to speak. Oh yeah, that unlocked it yeah, for unlocked you, Mary. It for me, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, so, we're gonna do that. Oh, we're, we're doing do that? that. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I am in full agreement of of Hoso winning this week. I think it was, I think it was well deserved. But I I do think it was fair to say that Hoso's role was the easiest in the challenge in some ways because there was the most material to work with, and the most places to go, 
Um, and you, you kind of already yeah. had a template. You kind of knew what it was supposed to be, you know? To be uh, Correct, but to be honest with you, I don't think Saint could have done that role. No, I, I almost would have liked to see it because it would have been a, finally a moment for Saint to kind of perk up a to little. push. Yeah. I, you know, I, and I, I agree with that. Like, it was an easy role, but I also see, you know, what did they say? Like, oh, that's Dragula 101. You can roll around and you puke, whatever. But Mary, like, I don't think, I think it's hard. Like, there are some people that I wouldn't get, they would deflate the beach ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's just that, like, in comparison to Saint or Dolly with the mom roles, where it's like, okay, so you don't even have that many lines. You don't really have much action. You're mostly a reactive character. I think that you have to, I think that's harder to spin into something, whereas you could fail in Hoso's role because you just can't, like, bring in enough energy. But... Mm. There's so much to work with, you know. There's so yeah, many opportunities to to shine, um, right? Right. So it's just a matter of like meeting that, uh, yeah. You know, that I, expectation. Yeah. I hear you. Um, you know, for the all of the reading that Dolly got on this episode, I I did really love the look. Like I love the splatter on the face. Like it to make it look like there's stone. Oh, um, it felt yeah. very like it felt very like the cell. You know that mm-hmm. you know with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that it felt like that character. And I I don't know. I, you can criticize Dolly's looks, but man, they are the best. <laughs> I just it's, I don't know how else to say. It's it. It's a great look. Oh yeah, it's not that I didn't think. I mean, I thought Dolly looked great. I think the makeup is incredible. Yeah, the fact that it's. You know, oh, it's the black and white again. That's just a matter of like wanting to see something different. But like, this is incredible. You know, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, at this point, it's funny they're saying the the boules were kind of saying like, well, I, you know, um, I don't really know who the front runner is right now. It's you know five strong contenders, and it's like, well, I think we all kind of know at least one of those top three spots <laughs> has been fully dog eared. You know, for sure. Yeah. It. I mean, I. I wouldn't be surprised if Dolly goes home, you know, next week just for the gag of it all. I don't know if they're going to do that, but the, the, something tells me the Boulets are not like that. Uh, yeah, and I, I do believe yeah. them when they're like, I don't know who's going to the end now, you know? Yeah. Um, well, you know, the after the, the floor show, I, I just loved the, this conversation where I, I can't believe that Drac would be like, well, they're, t- they're getting tired. They're tired, yeah, you know, like tired. to give them that pass of like, you know, we're asking them to do a lot of stuff. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just it's a lot. It's exhausting. And I think that Swan made a great point of like, yeah, totally. What was the reading between the lines was like, but like when this is on TV or on Shudder, like no one's going to care about that. They're just going to say, oh, this was weak. Oh, this was boring. You're not a good drag performer, you know. And so it's like, yeah you got to remember what you're creating. You got to remember you're doing a TV show right now. And I think that's, it was interesting to hear both sides of that conversation, um, you know, between the hosts of the show. Well, what I think is fascinating about that, that by putting this in, they are defending. The yeah. Performers. Yeah. They're addressing, you know, it. yeah, they're calling they it out are before anyone else it. can. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they're saying like, oh, well, you know, once it's on TV, you can't defend. It's like, well, but you are. Yeah. And I thought that was brilliant that they're putting it in. Like, well, you know, they're tired and this is hard. There's a lot to do. There's COVID, blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, They were able to do that and call out like we know. We know it, it, this was kind of a little disappointing on the floor show. Right. Um, right. And, and very much so with Saint. I think that uh, I just love the reading. I think Swan said it. I cannot get her to understand. Yeah. I don't know Every what Every judge in this box that. has said, you know, it's just, yeah. I, I And to me, that just feels like club kid shoes. If you're not getting uh-huh. the critique over and over, you know, you you need to go you you need to go to the house girl <laughs> go to the house go to the house that's what like oh, oh. shangela would always say oh they sent me back to the house oh um, the house okay yeah but the haunted um, house yeah i appreciated the rocky horror elbow sex at the end of the segment i don't know if you know that reference but it was fabulous Oh, um, oh, the little, oh, the hand thing that they did. The hand thing. Oh, I do. kind of. Rocky Horror. Rocky okay, Horror, that's what yeah. that was. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, brilliant. Those little fags. I just love them. It uh. kind of reminded me of, have you ever seen Coneheads? Yes. And the way that they have sex where they like put their hands together with the rings on oh their god. heads. Of course. Yeah, that's what they so kind of reminded me of. Oh my god. That'd be such <laughs> totally. a great Matreon. That movie is so weird. Uh, oh, that movie that movie used to scare me as a kid. Yeah. The way they eat waffles. Oh my god. Yeah, they eat they eat weird, don't they? They, they eat don't they eat fish and stuff? Or? They eat just so much. Just so much oh, food. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Oh, and Chris god. Farley's the boyfriend and Oh so yeah. God. Anyway. Anyway. Um I yeah I I again a gag that Zava was went home this week not a gag necessarily that they put her in the bottom because um, I understand like this has happened again and again and again but yeah uh, just a gag just a gag I I I'm actually I was relieved when Zava went home because I didn't think Siggy should uh, is ready to go home yet and definitely not Dolly so it's like well if Zava's in the bottom then it's got to be Zava yeah. Well, it's funny. Now we've got the, this top four of St. Ziggy, Hoso, and Dolly. I mean, just a bunch of indoor kids, you oh, know, yeah, just sweeties. just little sweeties playing mousetrap on a rainy day for recess. You know, like it's <laughs> I love it. They're playing like hide and seek in the dark. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> flashlight tag. Yeah. Yeah. Flashlight tag. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, uh, I mean, so with, and, you know, there's one more elimination. I think the top three is going to be Dolly, Siggy, and Hoso. I think Saint's going to go home next week. Okay. All right. Um, I I could see them sending Siggy or Hoso home. I would say if it was either of the two, it'd be Siggy because Hoso's won two challenges now. That's true. Siggy has has had I, actually Siggy is probably has the least grip on top three. If I'm going to be honest, because I feel like she's got to pull it out big time next week. Um, yeah, and win and give them filth and whatnot to really prove. Because at this point, I think Hoso and Dolly are really the front runners, and then it's really the 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 race for third place. Yeah, totally. Um, I yeah, that, that's I definitely feel that Hoso and Dolly are yeah. definitely like at the top of this race. Um, you know, Hoso shared their cancer story uh, and having and going through chemo. Um, you know, they thought they dropped dead and. Uh, I I can't imagine what that is as a person. I've seen it 
from other people in my life. Um, but I love the validation and kind of how Zava summed it up. You know, she's gone through shit for her to realize what life is being that age. You know, you got to live your life to the fullest. Um, and it, when you see what Hoso can do and what they've amounted to and all of the skills that they have and the ideas and always thinking outside of the brief, I mean, what a creative mind. Um, and to know that it, it was kind of born out of struggle, I think is a fabulous story to share. Um, and we don't always get this kind of thing on Dragula. Yeah, this this didn't feel like, you know, uh, a path we'd been down before. And right. and it's, you know, it's an element of Dragula that I like is that when they do tell their stories, a lot of times it is stories about, you know, dealing with, you know, death and, and you know, your own personal health. Mm -hmm. We've heard stories about, you know, Dolly talked about on their the original season being HIV positive and being in this band and not being able to get access to their meds and mm -hmm. you know and so it's like the things that they do talk about it can be like holy shit like uh contextually it makes sense why you're you know why you why you do such dark work you know dark arts here you know what I mean like you yeah. you faced some dark shit and right um right Priscilla comes to mind yeah Priscilla, Priscilla that's the one I think of yeah. Priscilla like just you know, even, you know, even Monique Shane, Monica Shannon, good, bad or indifferent, like there is someone who had some pretty disturbing drag. And then as mm -hmm. you get to know them, it's like, um, you know, pretty fucked up person, you know, like it's yeah, it, right. it's not all I mean, not that all of them are fucked up, but like it's not all just like guar where they're just putting on a costume, you know. Uh-huh. Right. It's not just Halloween having fun. Yeah, yeah. That there, There's there, a purpose. There is yeah. a purpose. There's a reason why it's this kind of drag and it's not just you know, I don't know. Yeah, there's a deeper there's a deeper connection to it than just like, oh, I love horror movies, you know. Right. I mean I am interested to hear how uh like Siggy found kind of yeah. creepy drag. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. because I know that it's creepy. Um maybe it's not filthy yet. But there is there is a it's it's very specific. It's not just Glamazon, you know. And I have a question, just because you know they were saying at the beginning of the episode, Dolly was saying that Siggy is really the first person to really be like the glam monster first and foremost, and then Saint was like, "Oh, what about me?" And Aww. and I thought, oh, you know, totally fair. Like I think that is something that's true for Saint. But then, and I might just be forgetting things here, but when. Have we seen Saint really be filthy? We've seen horror and we've seen glam, but I feel like I don't have any I, any memories of like Saint really going for the filth. Well, Saint wasn't on her season for very long. No. Um, so, but even this that. season, if if Siggy's getting that read for one season, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. If if just in the in the past seven episodes, this is the critique. Unless I'm forgetting something, I feel like Saint has kept it pretty spooky, sexy, glamorous, you know? Yeah, I can't remember Saint's first look in Resurrection. Uh, the vampire. No, not vampire. That was the third challenge. It was the horror icons revisited. Yeah. No, 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 no. Resurrection. Oh, Resurrection, excuse me. Oh, well, there was the ghost look, that creepy fucking ghost. That was amazing. And then the 60s vampire, which I fucking love. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember what the first challenge was. I don't either. Yeah, that was okay. a million years ago. But right. just in this season, just, you know, again, because 
Siggy's getting the same critique. I think it's just fair to point out of like, well, I mean, if we really stacked it up, are we seeing like, is everyone else showing that much diversity or are they also kind of staying a bit in their own lanes? You know, I think Zavaleta's shown a ton of diversity. Uh huh. I think um, Hoso as well. I think Hoso has shown a ton of diversity. Um, but I would say that like Saint and Dolly and Siki have really stayed in their own lanes, you know? Um, and, and you could find explanations for why what each of them was doing was this or that or the other thing. But like, I, I think compare that to a bitch pudding, you know, uh-huh. uh, totally. and you don't have totally. to, you don't have to squint so much to see the differences, you know? Right. Same with, um, uh, Vicky black. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just the, the decisions, the narratives and the themes are so strong that it's not like, mm. well, is that, is that glam or is that horror? There's never that moment, you know? Right. That's very true. That's very true. You know, I, I'm just going to throw this out here as just a random thought that popped into my head as we're talking about Dolly and Hoso, but Dolly is specifically because you're like, well, staying in her own lane. I don't know, Mary. The fact Hoso and Dolly's performance in the beach Nosferatu challenge was so it's as iconic as a Bora's Wild West performance to me. And I'm kind of like, how can they not? go to the end. How can Hoso and Dolly actually not go to the end? At this point, I'm just kind of like, great, well, let's just get them to the end and then see them do glamour, horror, and filth. You know what I mean? Like, it was so strong. And so you could say the same about Siggy. It's like, all right, well, Siggy's doing their doing their thing, but when she gets to the finale, she's going to be forced to do all three, and that's when we're going to really be able to tell. Yeah, and I, th- and I guess... Siggy's the only one who's been getting prodded about it all season. Correct. Till the end. Yes. It's just the thing I'm noticing is, you know, I agree. You have to eventually yeah. be able to show all three, but do your thing and, you know, win the challenges or do well or whatever. But, you know, suddenly yeah. when Sigourney shows up, it's like, um, excuse me, I've been keeping <laughs> track of this. Yeah. Uh, right. No, that's very true, Mary. That's it's uh, it's a great thing to point out. I mean, what's. What's more exciting about Saint's drag than Siggy's drag for me is that with Saint, I don't know what to expect. And I do think that it is very outside of the box. I do. I think that her perspective is uh, specific to a, a type of drag, almost like backyard drag or closet drag in a way, but so fashion. Whereas with Siggy, I do know what to expect. I know what I'm going to get. And I think it's great, but I don't think it's as interesting and this is, again, subjective um, as Saints, which is why I would put Saint. Well, I would want to see Saint do the three looks, although I am very curious to see what Siggy is going to do with the, those three categories in the final four shows. Honestly, this top four, I want to see what they're going to do. Mm. Like at this point, there really isn't anyone who I'm like less interested in seeing. Just sure. as much. Strong m- cast. Yeah. I mean, you know, when when Saint says this is like the strongest top five. I I haven't done the math. I think that's very subjective as well. I think the diversity and the representation within the top five is great. I think that's a a feather in the cap. But um, I I think we've said it before and other people have said it. And there's probably a number of factors to explain it. But like in other ways, I've seen stronger elements from seasons two and three. Definitely. I mean, definitely with season two and Landon Sider just. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh my God. So, <laughs> it's like right. next level. Right. Uh, uh, not you know not to discount Priscilla or uh, Dahlia, but 
You're not Man, discounting. Landon, you're just giving Landon uh, the, the crops. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Um, right. They won. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, I think, all I've got for uh, Dracula this week. Well, Mary, I just want to... I just want to praise the production and whoever the producer was on the segment for Zava's very drawn out extermination. It was so well done down to the nuance of Ave Maria playing oh. in the background. Oh. I just thought this whole sequence, like put it on YouTube. Like this is so good, so phenomenal. And then get strangled at the end to kind of fit with the theme of suffocation. I, I, it was so brilliant. One the, of the best of, of the series. Yeah, the Ave Maria, you know, uh, as the mm-hmm. kids would say, it's the Ave Maria for me, sis. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like, you know, you, you put a little a little church hymn on a scary moment, and, uh, uh-huh. yeah, you know, I'll, I'll put a dollar on the collection plate. <laughs> put a 20 on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mary. Well, I'm I'm really excited and sad to see this uh, season kind of wind down, to be honest. Um, but I'm really excited for the finale uh, and the next episode. Uh, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Dragula and this uh, Exorcisers episode, you can reach out to us uh, at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at allrightmary. We are also on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny also or on Twitter at Johnny also one. And you can find even more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including if you want to go back and hear all of our Drag Race UK season three recaps, our upcoming uh, discussions on season eight, season three, some check-ins on Drag Race Italia. Mary's, there's so much going on at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. I love it. I love to see it. Uh, Mary, we have a Last Chance Floor show that I absolutely love. Yeah. We talk about it. Well, in honor of really, you know, I, I know here and there we do the BSAs of an episode, but it quite clearly the BSA of this episode won, you know, Dame Peaches Christ. Uh, in honor of the teaches of Peaches, I think that we need to send these monsters out with Fuck the Pain Away. By peaches. Yes. Uh, yes. By yeah. peaches. Yeah. Uh, this Chrissy behind I saw, over here. You know. I, I saw peaches once at the Metro in Chicago, and it will. It's still like in my top ten best live concert experiences. It was so fucking phenomenal and filthy. Yeah, I would love to see more of this kind of filth on Dracula. You know, just uh. like ugh, just this filth. But now that yeah. it's on Shutter, you know, like yeah, well, you know, spiders all over my tits, yeah, hair all over my tits. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sister Mary Lauren who uh, wanted to hear hair all over my tits uh, last week during the Harry Monsters episode. Oh, did we not <laughs> hair all over my tits? <laughs> I got hair all over my tits. <laughs> spiders. Um, uh, sucking on my titties because there's hair all over hair all over them. <laughs> You better be careful while you're sucking on my titties because there's spiders all over my tits.
Uh, <laughs> you know who's sucking on my titties? Spiders. Because <laughs> you want him. Call you you want the him. They're calling me all the time. <laughs> what else is in the teachers of peaches? <laughs> all right. Todd Zines. <laughs> oh, Mary. All right. We will see you next week and have a, you know, scary, scary start to your December. Yeah, Tatsy. Sucking all my titties like you wanted me. Calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, what? All my titties like you wanted me Calling me all the time That Bondi check out my Chrissy behind It's fine all over the time What else is in the teachers of peaches? Like sex on the beaches Uh, what? Huh? Right?